0: can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And it is Monday, April 12th. And this is, of course, your daily financial news. This is a show we do daily, seven days a week. Uh, it is a show that's been going on for greater than two years. And I thank you for checking us out. If you are a daily watcher, thank you very much. I appreciate you each and every day. If you're new to the channel and you're new to this series, uh, we do it six days a week at 7.30, and then on Thursdays, we do it at 7 a.m. Because again, Monday through Friday, we also have a multi-millionaire expert series where we ask them three questions or three topics, and we really try to help you move forward. So before we get started, I really want to call your attention to a couple of special interviews yesterday. Uh, Sundays usually are a day of kind of chill mode for me. Uh, but we had the opportunity to interview two students yesterday, and I had a total blast. We kicked it off first with Corey, who was celebrating his seventh deal. Uh, 24 years in the military, retired, just closed his seventh deal. Check that out. He is an active member of the private Facebook group, and uh, wish Corey uh, all the best. Congratulations moving forward. And then we had Arthur. Arthur was an interesting interview because he and I met over a decade ago, at a bigger pockets event, actually the original bigger pockets event in Denver, I was just a little. I was small time, or at least I felt small time, given the heavy hitters at that event, uh, and um, it was it was nice to see that the one rental at a time story hasn't changed. There's not much in my story that has changed. It's kind of been rinse and repeat for the last ten or fifteen years, and. It was nice to see uh, Arthur share some some old stories and talk about uh, Wealth Building Pro, a, a website I had uh, back in the day. So again, check those out. It was a lot of fun. And of course, I did my goals and community videos, which is usually what Sunday is about for me. I did record them yesterday, but they're coming out today. One came out at seven, one will come out at nine. I just, I wanted to let Corey and Ar- Arthur's videos uh, stand alone. Uh, I didn't want to kind of flood it. So uh that's pretty cool. So uh, another quick thing is over the weekend for the first time I saw somebody uh try to fake being me uh in a comments. I don't know if you saw this on a couple of videos. They actually took my icon and took my name with an extra space in it somewhere. So let me just say this. I will never use WhatsApp. I don't have the app. I'll never use it. I don't know what I would whatever. And I'll never tell you to buy anything. I'll never tell you to do, I'm just hopefully you guys could tell that wasn't me. Uh, but if you're new to the channel, um, just crazy. I try to delete them. I delete them, block them as fast as I can, uh, but there's a chance it might happen again. We'll we'll see. So on to the daily news. Uh, what should we do? Yeah, I guess we'll go tops down. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we got to start with Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft is making a significant purchase. Uh, they are buying Nuance Communications for good old $16 billion. $16 billion, yes, $16 billion. They are growing by acquisition. This looks to be a plug-in to their health care and cloud products. Uh, the article I read sort of sounded like Microsoft's not done. Their checkbook is open, and they are looking to buy growth as we move forward. It's kind of what I would expect. There are a lot of, kind of companies that have uh, struggled a little bit in the last year, that may be a little cash poor or whatnot, and uh, the big got bigger last year you know, last year, it's kind of true. Uh, so, so I expect growth by acquisition to be a significant player and just another sign that we are walking into the sunlight to, to keep that analogy going. Uh, next up, again, kind of the, just the biggest indicator for me that we, you and I are right, that we are entering better times, Uber. Uber reported record gross bookings for March. Folks, I mean, if you ever needed a clearer sign, we got more and more people going more and more places. Check out Uber. Uh, Again, I'm not recommending the stock or anything. It's just, hey, if you need more proof that people are starting to mill about and get out of their homes and their holes, Uber is something to watch. Uh, Jerome Powell was on 60 Minutes yesterday. I did not watch, but I did read the show notes. And I got to tell you, he said a couple of things that made me nervous where in reality, I'm not really sure what he was supposed to say. But let me give you an example. First off, you know, you and I know, and we've talked about it, the Fed is supposedly not raising rates for years, right? They're not even thinking about thinking about raising rates. Do you remember when he said that? Well, yesterday in 60 Minutes, he says, and this is what made me nervous, it's highly unlikely we raise rates this year. I'm like, wait a minute haven't you been saying you're not even thinking about raising rates to think about raising rates and we don't have to worry about that for 24 months or longer? And now you actually are saying, oh, well, yeah, just kidding. It's highly unlikely. Well, highly unlikely is not not going to happen. And oh, by the way, he doesn't say highly unlikely we'll raise rates next year. He says highly unlikely to raise rates this year. I thought that was completely off the table. That I wonder if that quote's going to come back to bite him, and he's got to talk about that this week. That was uh, that was not as forceful as I would have expected, given everything else we are seeing. Um, another thing he said is he's going to guarantee the Fed will do everything it can to support the recovery. Uh, that's just another sign that if the tenure gets out of hand, which I expect it to, uh, they are going to launch Operation Twist. For the third time, it was launched once in the 60s and once in 2011, I think. Uh, but yeah, I've done a video on Operation Twist. I think it is coming this year. Uh, they are not worried about inflation. Somebody should take Jerome Powell through a Home Depot or a Lowe's store because everything is up. I mean, everything. Everything is up. Uh, lastly, uh, when above 2% for some time, we will raise rates. So I take that last one with his first one and go, hmm, could we have rate You know the CPI? It's tomorrow, I think. Yeah, I think consumer price index is tomorrow. I think it's going to be muted just given the data set where it's at. But next month, watch out. I don't know if you're watching this. Uh, If you have any interest in crypto, you are looking to uh, know that Coinbase uh, is going to go IPO via direct listing this week. Uh, I think it's interesting, right? Is it going to be Netflix or Blockbuster? Don't know. Don't have an opinion. Don't play in that space. Uh, but it is interesting to note that a exchange in that space is going public, uh, so it should at least get our attention. Uh, again, um, it is not for everyone, but it's one of those moments where you got to go, hmm, is this a signal that should catch my attention? And they're looking at potentially a $100 billion valuation. So, you know, we may, we may need to ask different questions, but uh, it goes public, I think, the 14th. So I think Wednesday. So we should see. Uh, I found it hilarious that there was an article out about big banks having record profits uh, this earnings season. I actually told you this was going to happen about a week ago. So uh, I'm glad uh, CNBC and Wall Street Journal are watching the channel. But it all goes back to those monster four, five, six, seven, I think even $8 billion bad debt reserves. Uh, Essentially, all the banks and servicers are being mandated to bend over backwards, Uh, avoidable foreclosures, all of that stuff. So if you're doing an avoidable foreclosure, guess what happens to bad debt? You don't have any you just you don't have any so you're reserved eight billion and maybe you need eight hundred million so you've got seven point two billion dollars that falls to the bottom line. Uh, I do not expect them to reserve it reverse it sorry reverse it in one quarter in fact, I expect them to be diligent how they do that so they Manage expectations. This is an accounting game. I did this back in the day as an accountant. Once you've done the bad debt reserve, you can use that to manage earnings for a year. It's it's just one of the games that uh, pretty well known, but not many people follow. So watch them reserve, reverse, sorry, reverse the bad debt little by little, just to goose their earnings for like the next year. It's going to be a, such a game. Uh, Then I got a couple of articles that I read. One is about what do we expect from the consumer, right? They're talking about four changes for the consumer. Uh, I'm going to read their four, and then I'm going to give you my three. I don't know what these people in these articles are thinking about. I've been following the consumer because they're so important. They drive the economy. They are my consumers. They are my competition. So they're talking about food shopping, teens and folks in their 20s being the first out, they're buying handbags and apparel, uh, and they are looking for contactless shopping. That was kind of the extent of their article. It was it was kind of a terrible article. Like none of that was market moving, right? If you're going to talk about the consumer and the fact that this event, this 14-month event could be the first thing that changes behavior, re- reach for it a little bit. So here's my three. That's maybe, you, you, you got to reach. If you're going to put out an article like that, come on. First and foremost, I think emergency funds go up. If you had reserved a thousand for emergency fund, maybe now it's twenty five hundred. If you used to do twenty five hundred, maybe now it's five grand. If you're a landlord and suddenly now you know your governor could essentially destroy the U.S. Constitution uh, by removing the Fifth Amendment taking clause, uh, you have a bigger emergency fund, right? So again, I think emergency funds go up which means savings accounts go up, right? Or money markets or wherever people keep their savings. I think, that's, I think that's a real change. And I think you'll see that in the numbers. Number two, space. I think we have seen it, what will ultimately be looked at is a generational shift. And I think it's gonna hurt lots of people. I think there's a lot of buildings coming online in New York and San Francisco and even LA Like luxury condos and in apartments coming on at the wrong time. I think they're gonna get a lot less rent or lease amounts than they expected, uh, which is gonna hurt investors' returns if you're in those deals. Because I think space is good. I think you're going to see people go, I need an extra bedroom, I need a garage, I need a backyard, right? If you're living in a two bedroom, one bath, 600 square foot apartment for the last year. You probably realized that's kind of small, uh, so maybe you're going to go an hour away and buy and buy a house or something. So again, I'm going to say space is good, and that's as investors we need to watch that because you know we're going to we need, we should buy houses, and if you buy a house that has a den or something, that that could be more rent. So watch those things, and then this last one is maybe more of a hope. I was really discouraged by the idea that people are running out and spending their, uh, their stimulus checks on handbags. I mean, really? You know, handbags and shoes and, and I mean, do what you want. This is, this is America, so do what you want. But damn, let's hope that going forward we, we spend more on experiences and memories than stuff. I realize that's wishful thinking, but we shall see. And then the last one, uh, I found another article about millionaires. That's always fun to read, right? What are the millionaire traits? So again, they have their five and I have my five. So their five is kind of the boring same stuff. They don't overspend. They utilize reward points. They pay themselves first. Oh, I love that one. Keep emergency fund. And they're strategic about debt. All right, well, here's my five. Because again, these folks are just regurgitating the old stuff. Number one, my experience with millionaires is they understand disposable income. If you don't know what I mean by that, uh, you can go watch a video I did a couple weeks ago on going broke on 200K. It's not about top line. It's how much is left over at the end of the month. That's called disposable income. I call them uh, freedom dollars. It's part of my financial health score. So disposable income. Tell me about your disposable income. Not your income, not your expenses, not your fancy car. Disposable income. Two, uh, this was a big deal for us. We understand needs versus wants. Just because you have the money doesn't mean you need to spend it. Right? If you are going to get on this journey to financial freedom or even a better financial future, you do need to sacrifice. If not, you're going to be like me at 30, have a lot of nice things and no money. I lived it. I've been there. Learned from my mistakes. Number three, they understand the difference between top line and bottom line. They know how to adjust for it. It's not only about growing the top line. It's not only about focus on cutting. It's both. It's that discussion. Number four, debt. They use debt. They especially used fixed rate debt. And then finally, they use the system to their advantage. System could be tax benefits; it could be, uh, you know, house hacking today's world. Uh, it could be uh, tax advantage from live in flips. There are things in the system, the you know, the system that's rigged for the rich that we all can use if you just learn how to use them. So, that's my five. So that's what I got for you today, the daily financial news. We will be back at it tomorrow at 7.30. I, of course, got my first multimillionaire expert here in, uh, what is it, 15 minutes with Greg Dickerson. uh, And then we have a 9 and a 9.30 call as well. So have a wonderful day. Remember, today's a great day to make some money. Let's be better than yesterday. Bye-bye.